All right, today let's talk about constant interruptions. I know we all know it's important for us to set boundaries when it comes to these things because if we're not setting boundaries about interruptions, we run the risk of teaching our child A, that what other people want and need doesn't matter, right? That what our child wants and needs in that moment trumps everybody else's wants and needs. And that B, we don't have to think before we um, act and, or we don't have to wait our turn. So, you know, interrupting in general can have negative implications, not only on our kids' relationships with their peers and their siblings, but it also can be one of our biggest triggers as parents and lead to us yelling and just constantly feeling resentful because we feel constantly interrupted by our child. So in this video, I'm going to talk about common reasons why kids interrupt in the first place, my four-step process to um, cutting back on all the interruptions, not only with respect, but also some patience. <laughs> and then make sure you stay into the end because I'm going to also be giving you some bonus tips. So let's dive in. Before we get into my four-step process to cutting back on interruptions, I want to give you a free gift and that is my free discipline workshop called how to get your child to listen to you without yelling. It is a hundred percent free and it's going to give you a step-by-step -step guide on how to increase cooperation and connection with your little one and it will give you a lot of examples to help kind of bring this information to life. So go to themompsychologist.com forward slash workshop to watch it for free. Okay, so let's dive into common reasons why kids interrupt in the first place, and then I'll break down my four-step process to cutting back on interruptions. Number one reason is they are bored. They are wanting to engage. They want some stimulation and some conversation, and so they are interrupting us because what they're doing is not as fun as <laughs> talking with us. Uh, related to that, reason number two is that they want to feel connected and involved and a part of the conversation and they don't know how to do that in any other way than to say mommy 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 daddy 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 listen to me right they want to feel involved and connected they want to participate with us also commonly especially for the little ones they have poor impulse control so they have this want they have this drive to say something and it's hard for them to uh, cut back on their impulses and so it'll look like interrupting because it's really hard for them to wait their turn um also a lot of the times and i find this with my little ones they get an idea in their head and they are so worried that they're going to forget what they want to say and so they feel like they need to blurt it out in that moment or they're going to forget and that really stresses them out because they really like they're like this idea is really important i really need to convey this to you and i need to do it now before i forget um also commonly too mixed in with all of this is that they're not really aware aware of social etiquette just yet especially for the little ones and they don't understand that doing like that interrupting is disrespectful so they need more education they need more modeling and prompting um, when it comes to interruptions um, for them to learn and understand a different way of communicating with others and just keep in mind you know the younger your child is toddler preschoolers it's hard for them to step out of themselves and really consider the wants and needs of others so this is something that they have to learn over time and with our education and our modeling and our coaching they will pick this up 
but especially for the toddlers and the little ones, they're all about themselves, right? They're very self-focused around this age because they're coming into their own identity. And so you'll see a lot of interrupting just because they just don't have the awareness of other people and what's happening in the environment socially. And so this will be something that they, they will learn. But just keep in mind, it's not because they're rude or disrespectful or that they are trying to, you know, push your buttons. It's It really oftentimes come in, comes down to those common reasons. Now, let's talk about, okay, well, what can you do? What is, what is the process in which to cut back on interruptions? Because commonly, this is something that we will want to work with our child on so that they learn this over time. So step one is to explain why it is important to wait our turn in the first place to talk. So you want to just teach them about how it's respectful and it's um, thoughtful if we can um, let people finish what they are saying before we say what we want to say and you can just help them understand you know how do you feel when you are saying something and you're interrupted right how does that make you feel maybe does it make you feel frustrated um, uh, upset sad uh, whatever it is like help them understand from a feeling standpoint how it feels to be interrupted because that will help them build that empathy for other people so just providing very simple non-judgmental education around why this is important in the first place right because commonly we're like stop interrupting me or you just interrupted me but we're not stopping long enough to teach them why this is important to avoid in the first place and so this can be really helpful in curbing the behavior altogether also explain what they can do instead so it's not enough to say stop interrupting me we have to give them concrete tools they can do instead of interrupting people so what um, we found that has worked really well for our daughters is because um, they were commonly like really really scared that they were going to forget what they had to say uh, if they didn't blurt it out and so you remind them you can remember what you have to say maybe you can use one word to remember so let's say they want to talk about horses then you can say you know you can repeat horses 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 so you don't forget the uh, idea or the thought that you wanted to tell us while you wait your turn um, you can also um, let them know that they can raise their hand or they can put their hand on your shoulder like come up with some signal that they can give you while you are talking to somebody else so that they um, can communicate in a way hey I have something I want to say but I don't want to interrupt and then that's your cue okay I'll be right with you right so come up with some kind of gesture hand movement you you know hand up whatever it is that kind of works for you guys just don't forget like when they're doing it because I hear this all the time they're like we're like we made the you know um, gesture to put your hand on my shoulder and then I forget that <laughs> that means that you have to tell me something so make it an obvious gesture that you it will be obvious in the moment that they are um, trying to uh, get something across to you right that they have something that they want to tell you um, and start with short periods periods of time and gradually work your way to long, longer periods of time. This is really important, right? Especially if this is something that you're starting to practice. You always want to give them um, 
smaller doses of practice and help them build mastery from there, right? So let's say you're really working on interrupting and you find that when you and dad are talking, for example, that they commonly interrupt the conversation. So, and let's say, you know, you're working with them, you help them understand, you know, why this is, it's important not to interrupt others and what they can do instead. And let's say they give you that secret hand gesture, they're raising their hand and you're in the middle of talking with dad about something you just want to be mindful to yes have them wait but then wait for a short period of time and then say okay hold on can you wait right there i'm gonna see what she has to say or he has to say and then you want to praise them for waiting their turn and not interrupting right so what you're doing is you're just gradually shaping that behavior and so they can build up these tiny wins and they're like okay it pays off to wait my turn i actually do get what i um, need from this inter interaction and i feel respectful and i feel like okay i am doing a good job um, and then you can gradually you know go longer periods of time but i think that's really important to keep in mind start with short periods of time first and have them practice that um, and then step number three is explain ahead of time um, when you need to focus or do something else this is really important i get it we can't always do this a hundred percent of the time but let's say you know you're about to get on the phone or you know you're about to go do the dishes or whatever it is try to just let them know like hey i'm gonna be talking on the phone with x you know please play quietly uh over here and don't interrupt our conversation unless it's an emergency and then you can explain of course what uh, qualifies as an emergency or you can say you know i need to talk to your dad about something important do you need help finding something to do while you wait right or while we talk or hey i need a 10 minute break right i'm gonna set the timer and use one of these visual timers because they're very helpful for the little ones because then they can see in a concrete way you know what really is 10 minutes um so i'm gonna set the timer um and you know you can and, you know here's an activity here's a puzzle here is something that you can do while you wait um, so just being mindful and preparing them ahead of time so that um, everybody's kind of set up for success and then you can just remind them hey look I'm still on the break the timer hasn't went off please wait and step number four really is to prompt them to wait I know it's a lot easier sometimes in the moment to be like what do you need right but just remember that this is a skill <laughs> and often stemming from impulse control right because it, it requires a lot of higher order thinking to wait our turn and to delay gratification and not act on impulse so this is a skill that's going to take a lot of practice and take time to develop and so the more that you set the boundary and the more that you prompt them to practice this the better they're going to be overall so what you want to do is prompt them to to wait um, because they're going to forget <laughs> um, and so you can say things Things like I see that you need me um, and this isn't a good time I need a few more minutes please or give them a concrete marker like after I'm done with the dishes then we can talk about X or let's talk uh, after I'm done on the phone or I see you need to talk to me I need five more minutes perhaps you set the timer then right or would you like to hold my hand I'll be right with you so again, just using these statements to remind them, hey, you need to wait. Um, and this is this is a good thing. When you prompt them and you set that boundary and you hold firm to that boundary, you're building their muscle to wait and delay their gratification. 
So again, the four step process is to one, explain why it's important to wait and not interrupt others. Two, uh, explain what to do instead. Remember, if we are trying to work on a behavior, it's not enough just to say stop doing X. We have to give them something else to do, whether that is to repeat the word in their mind so they don't forget or raise their hand or give you some kind of secret uh, handshake. Uh, start with shorter periods of time before we work up to longer periods of time, but you really wanna give them something to do instead. Step three is to explain ahead of time when possible um when you need you know interruption free zone right when you need a break and then step four really is to hold that boundary and to remind them that it's important for them to wait their turn because they will forget <laughs> so just keep prompting them and just know you're on the right track and they're on the right track as long as you stay consistent with this now let's talk about some bonus tips so what you want to do is help them practice waiting whether it's you know they're asking for a snack or they're asking for help with something you know let's say you know thank you for letting me know what you need I'll be right with you I need to finish up X Y and Z and just keep in mind the more you practice just in everyday life the interruptions are going to help it's the same skill that they're practicing if you will also modeling what it looks like through play can be very helpful so you know playing with different figurines or stuffed animals and you know modeling what it looks like when one person has something really important or really fun to say and what does it look like to wait their turn right or what does it look like when they interrupt and then the other person gets upset like just role playing some of those different scenarios can be a really fun and engaging way to help your child understand these concepts and also role playing when everybody's calm just between the two of you right like hey let's just imagine mommy's on the phone right and you're on the phone talking and then they have something they, they want to say like let's practice you know let's practice with you know if you have a hard time waiting uh, what might that look like to interrupt right and then let's practice doing something different like maybe having your handshake or raising your hand or setting the timer or whatever it is right or just waiting your turn in general so just again just practicing when everybody's calm but in a fun way um, how they can handle these different situations as they come up and you know look for opportunities where they do wait their turn right or they do raise their hand or give you that secret handshake um, and they are on the right track and they are really trying to avoid interrupting you want to look for those opportunities and praise them encourage them identify like hey I notice you're waiting your turn thank you so much or thank you for your patience or thank you for playing quietly while I talked on the phone I really really appreciated it and now I can't wait to play with you or whatever it is right just looking for those moments in the day because they will happen um, for you to identify and just really point out and praise and appreciate them waiting their turn that's just gonna make it more likely that we see that behavior again the other bonus tip is to use books to teach there's one book um, that we really love called my mouth is a volcano and it's about this little boy who um, has a hard time controlling his impulses and is constantly interrupting 
others. And now, you know, the girls have read the book and now they say, hey, your volcano erupted, right? And so we can kind of use that fun, playful analogy just to help them understand um, when they're interrupting, but also too, they help us understand when we are interrupting. Cause I think it's really important to also consider and think about and reflect on, you know, how often do we interrupt our kids? Like when they're taking a really long time to say something um, or, you know, we just need to get something across to them and it's, we view it as urgent, right? Um, and so we interrupt them. So it's really important to kind of be mindful of those things, but also um, hold back, right? On interrupting them because of course we're modeling you know how to interrupt <laughs> um and use the books like that to kind of create that analogy and that language between the two of you because i love when my daughters are like hey your volcano erupted so they're not only um you know we're i'm not only checking them but they're checking me and so we can have this back back and forth uh, relationship if you will around interruptions because we all interrupt and sometimes it's just a bad habit and it can be helpful in the relationship when the other person feels comfortable being like hey like i didn't appreciate that <laughs> i was trying to say something really important um uh so using books is a wonderful way to uh, teach these concepts and i'll go ahead and link some other ones in the description if you're watching on youtube so be sure to give this video a thumbs up if you're watching on youtube let me know down in the comments below what other skills you want to teach your kids um so that i can hopefully make more helpful resources around those topics and again before you leave um, definitely watch my free discipline workshop um, how to get your child to listen to you without yelling you can go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash workshop to watch the workshop for free um, and huge thank you to those uh, listening in on podcasts for leaving an apple review that always just helps me um, and supports my work and just spreading the word to other families about this podcast and I think that's all I have for today's episode. I hope it was helpful and I will see you in the next one. Bye.